thanks for joining Sales with Suli, a mom of three who spent the last 12 summers knocking doors. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things women, the ups and downs of my journey, and what it takes to find success on and off the doors. Enjoy this episode. Hey, welcome back, friends. Um, Thanks for tuning in this week. I'm super stoked to actually uh, have someone that I had met, well, not in real life, like (laughs) a year ago, but coached uh, a year ago and finally meeting in person. And she is definitely a lot taller than I thought. (laughs) Um, but I definitely just feel like I'm just a lot shorter than, than most people, which is why I have a, uh, red personality. (laughs) Um, but anyways, I'm excited to have Amanda, uh, on our show today. She was a, a team leader, um, for active pest control this last summer and I'm just kind of like stoked to just be able to like hear some of your experiences that you had. Is like, is this your first? Was this your first year running a team? Yeah, so it was my second year selling, but first year as a team leader. Okay, so, so give us a little background about you, like how we can find you, um, and how you got into sales and all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, my brother was actually the one that kind of recruited me into selling uh, initially, and we were going to go sell with a different company. Long story short, ended up with Aptive. And with my best friend instead of my brother, this whole kind of thing. But um, yeah, and I kind of went out and it was a little bit unique my first summer. <laughs> um, kind of worked part time for Aptive for like the first six weeks that I sold. Oh, yeah, because you were going to school. Yeah, and I was going to yes. go. I was studying for the MCAT because my plan was to go to medical school. Yeah. And then um, like six weeks into the summer, I was like, I want to see what happens if I like go all in and yeah. actually just like sell the whole schedule. And ended up selling enough to be able to be a team leader, which was awesome. And this was like after you had already just been going to like school part time. And then so in how much time for, in that time frame where you're like, I'm just going to go full force and just do it. Like how much time what was that? Like, so because you, you were going to school part time, like a little bit during the summer. Yeah. And then like at what point and how many days left were you like, let oh, me yeah. just do the full schedule. So like six weeks in to selling, I had about a 10 week summer. And so six weeks in, I was like, okay, I'm going to see what happens if I just go all in. So like the last month, I just like hit Holy it hard. Holy cow, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. And then how many did you end up with only like really working like four or five weeks? Um, so I did 179 or 180 my first year. Holy cow. So it was, it was a good start. And, yeah. Uh, I was excited about it. And so I remember what happened is I actually went to Spencer, who was kind of the team leader there. And I was like, so what do I have to do to have my own team next year? And so he set a goal for me and I said, bet. And so I went and hit that. <laughs> so- You're like, I'm definitely. And this is why I just, I love women so much. You literally give them a path, tell them exactly how to get there. And we are going to slay it. Like mm-hmm. we're going to do it. Like I look the way that you are in school, I feel like is exactly the way that you were like indoors. Like you ate it up, like you lived it, you breathed it. It was just, that's (laughs) why it was just like so fun chit chatting with you like so often. Mm -hmm. Um, But what were some of the hard things for you while going to school and Hey, I've only got four weeks left. I need to like step up my game. Like what were some things that were going through your mind? Like what were they, what Um, were you struggling with? Yeah, I think, Well, I don't know. Selling in general for me was something that gave me a bunch of anxiety before I decided to do it. 
I was actually super terrified of the idea of doing summer sales. And that's the reason I decided to do it. Cause I was like, I'm not going to let fear dictate how I live. So I that's why that. I just did it anyway. But I think, um, I was really nervous jumping into selling full days. Um, cause I was like, man, maybe I don't know if I'm going to be, be able to handle like this much rejection in a day or like the schedule like this in a whole day. And I was a little bit worried about putting school aside you know, like MCAT prep aside. Yeah, cause that, cause that's I was like still, a big deal. Yeah, because I was still sold on going to medical school. And then... Are well, you still sold now? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. you passed MCAT. So well, I didn't even take it. She's <laughs> like, fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I was just like nervous about whether or not I could handle the experience. But it, yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. Okay. No, like just hearing some of your experiences, uh, just how you were in school. And I think I totally spaced that in four weeks. So how many accounts did you do in four weeks? Um, shoot. So the last four weeks that I sold, it was something like 85 ish. I don't know. Okay. So this year I know that your guys' company, you guys solely focused on revenue. Like what was the biggest like shift? So First year rookie, you only did obviously like four weeks and then you come, you run a team, you're an experienced rep. But on top of that, you basically like jumped your your contract by like way up. Like what was the difference and like what'd you do? Yeah, so it was actually a huge adjustment because I was really used to in Tucson. That's where I sold the first summer. Like basically all of my aces were just price drops and it was just like undercutting everybody just to be able to like yeah. get the sale. Um, so I think... In order to have a really, like a much higher contract value, and actually it took me until like July to actually start pitching high. So my contract value was pretty low for the first half of the summer, and then I really jumped it up in the last half of the summer. So it ended up being 720 overall, but if I had actually like committed to it in the beginning, probably would have been been above eight. Yeah. So like what were some of the lines or what were some things that you were saying that you weren't doing before to basically build that um yeah. Get the contract value up. Totally. Well, one is pitch really high. Like I would start at like when I was doing really well with contract values, like at least 139, 149, 159 across the board, like from initial so to share your service. pitch. So you're just like. Yeah. So I, when I get to pricing, like straight up would be like now normally for a service like mine, like we're talking 399 to get started. And then I roll back through here. It's just 159 bi-monthly. But uh, it's obviously having the confidence yeah. and everything with that, like coming from yeah. selling like such like lower contracts. Like, yeah, well, Aptive changed their service completely where like we do everything now. So I was like, there's not a service out here that's going to be better than mine. So I'm not even worried about it. You should pay me more because I do more. Yeah. <laughs> so, like yeah. we truly do get what we pay for. And if we aren't mm-hmm. bought in to uh-huh. our companies, if we aren't bought into our products, like how are you going to be bought into your pitch and how are you going to be bought into like being out there on the doors? Totally. Um, so with your first year, like running a team, like what were some things that you were getting that you were doing with your reps to be able to get them bought in to something that they know nothing about? Yeah, that's a great question. So one thing is in the morning, we'd always have an opportunity for them to come in and work with us one-on-one, like the team leaders. So me and Zach and Seth were kind of the three. Nice. And so, yeah, always opportunities. I think um, just trying to keep things exciting and fresh in morning meetings and having kind of incentives throughout the team and kind of competing with each other. We'd have throwdowns and it would be really fun. But yeah, I think it's just having them consistently revisit their why as well. 
or why they were out there. Because, I mean, everybody gets hyped about selling for a different reason. Yeah. You know, if I am trying to make my reason your reason, it's just not going to work. It, so. it is it. And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, sometimes money just is not going to be an immediate motivator. And so yeah. it's like if your why isn't big enough, like your consistency and everything else is just going to – it's just going to leave – it's going to be gone when you're having a rough day. 100% true. Um, so, okay, first year um, – woman in past like running a team like tell me well what your processes was for like recruiting like how did you uh, get like some of these reps like how did that take over some of the things that you were doing during the summer as far as like um you know your personal growth and then like your numbers too like how did it affect you yeah so as far as recruiting goes um it was my senior year of college, and there was a lot going on. So I just recruited my friends. <laughs> so I just brought out people that I like, my friends and my family. And a lot of my recruits kind of recruited themselves, actually, because I just talked about it so much. Yeah. And they were really close to me, and we just had really good relationships. And they were like, okay, like, I want to give this a try. You know, so I ended up bringing a lot of them out with me that way. And then I think that's like a big yeah. deal. Like when you're in an environment and you're in a space that you love, like you truly love the people that you work with, you're going to naturally talk about your company. Yes. So it's going to just <laughs> organically happen. So mm-hmm. I love that that happened for you in that case. Yeah. Like one of my recruits, she was actually my second best rookie. She, two days before the summer, I actually live with her out here now. Her name's Tess. I love Tess. <laughs> hey, Tess. Yeah. <laughs> Tess, I'm shouting you out here. Um, we talked like two days before the summer started and she abandoned her whole summer plan and came out because she just heard us talk about it so much and felt like it was such an awesome opportunity. And it was just two days yeah. before it happened. Yeah. And homegirl killed it considering literally we trained her like OJT like out there. <laughs> it was crazy. So it was just like, I don't know. That was kind of the recruiting process. But throughout the summer, having a team full of my friends was interesting because you have that relationship of being yeah. their friends and like their team leader. So for me, I found myself like spending a lot of time like with everybody and like with their like emotions and with everything they were going through. Yeah. Um, which I think was really neat, but also something in the future I'll probably mitigate a little more for myself. <laughs> yes. I realize as a leader, like we have to definitely do a better job at setting like healthy boundaries, but also yeah. like making sure that they know that we're there for them. Yeah. Too. Like it really does get blurred. When you have friends who are also reps, like it can be super draining. But so how were some of the the ways that you were able to like overcome that and be able to like navigate the emotions on top of yours? Because I know that there was like a ton of times that you were struggling and different things that you were going through. Like, how'd you deal with that? Um, I think it's it's who you surround yourself with. So like the leadership that I work with, I love, you know, and I, I got to lead a team with my best friend, which that's was really awesome. helpful. So that's a really good person to bounce things off of. And then in my region, I have Spencer and Travis, who, you know, yeah, who are just shout like, out to the men out there who are continually yes. like building up the women in their space. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing I can say about my region and yeah. where I am at Aptive that I love is they have so much respect for like women in their capacity. I love and, it. Yeah. So like, And it's cool because they understand that, like, my interactions with them are going to be different than how they interact with the male team leads. Yeah. And so it's been cool to, like, develop that relationship and be able to rely on them still, like, for help and guidance and feel supported by them. So that's been awesome. And then, so with that, like, being said, like, how do you feel that you were that way for, like, your team on the hard day? So how many many reps did you have on your team? How many were girls? Um, How'd they do? And how'd your leaders help you? 
help them find yeah. success. So I started the summer with nine. Okay. And then we had a really unique summer where we didn't. She says unique. Hey, unique. <laughs> um, we uh, didn't have housing for like the first six weeks. And so we were moving between extended stays. And so to give you context too. So I graduated from college on Saturday. I packed up my house on Sunday. I drove Sunday night, moved into a hotel, and we started leading that team on Monday. Oh, my And so it God. was like a whirlwind to get started. Um, so it was a little bit chaotic. So I ended up finishing the summer with three, right? So it was a little bit of a rougher summer. Um, How many times did you guys have to move, like, during that time frame? Oh, my gosh. Stuff? I can't even remember. Like, at least four or five, like, in that Sheesh. like, different this extended sounds like my stays. summer. Yeah, I looked homeless. Like, I was driving my car around, and it That's was full me. of all of my stuff. And I was sitting there, and I'm like... One of these people, they're going to be like, what is wrong with this girl? Is she homeless? Like, does she sleep in her car? Oh, my gosh, because it looked like it. But, um, yeah, so of my ones that finished the summer, it was two girls and one guy. The of girl, course, the girls. I know. They're just going to keep their commitment. Seriously, yeah. And my number one rookie, her name was Anna. She did 120K in revenue in 10 weeks. Okay, Anna, in 10 weeks. <laughs> yeah. This is what I love to, like, preface <laughs> when I'm, like, posting numbers and stats. It's uh -huh. just, like, the number of, like, weeks or actual, like, knocking days or uh -huh. whatever because it just makes, like, a big difference. So to hear that she did that amount in 10 weeks, yeah. and this was her first year. Oh, yeah. Was she one of those reps that was just, like, always up early, like coming in training? Did she work more hours? Like what did she do to separate herself from like the rest of the team? Yeah. So she signed really early. She signed in October the year before and she just trained consistently the whole year. Like it, it's super reliable, always there for our meetings, always prepared. And I then when that. we got out in the summer, like, holy smokes, this girl like would knock through lunch. She would, she definitely knocked way more hours than a lot of other people. And she was always up. And when she had questions, she'd come and ask for help, but she was creative. Like what I loved about her is like, when I would hear her pitch, I'm like, you are creative. You've learned, like you've been dynamic with people on the door. Yes. You've made it relate to you. And yes. it's not like just a robot. Like it, that's one thing that I recognize in some of the industries. Like we give a pitch to people and it's just like, or we give you guys a script and then you guys like learn it. Um, we sound and we feel like robots mm -hmm. and it's when you're doing things like your rep who is super dynamic or creative, mm -hmm. you start to see the sales come. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she started killing it. That's Absolutely killing it. That's awesome. And so as a leader, I know a lot of times like when we're posting stats and when we're putting numbers out there, like we kind of like focus a lot on like the positive uh, things because we, um, I don't know, people just seem to just want to talk a lot about like the positive things that, that happen. But I, definitely want to make sure that we are sharing like some of like our lows and so for you as like a first time female um rep I kind of want to know like what were some of the mistakes that if you could do over you would fix them like what were some things that you felt like hey looking back as a leader I could have been more what like what are in a nutshell uh, the mistakes and examples and things that you've done this last year that you're like this upcoming year I plan to change it this way oh yeah I've got a long list of those so number one is I would have way more fun with my reps yeah I got like so intense that it was like on Saturdays like we didn't even do fun things all the time because I like wasn't there to plan them because I was knocking like you know and you it's like to work all the time holy smokes yeah I got like super intense about things um and so it's like realizing like yes this is our job this is our livelihood there's so much to learn but like take it easy like chill or is that you like, and I so much <laughs> yes, yes. Uh -huh. like and <laughs> what are 
as I'm like jumping in, this is why I try not to even like chat or even like look at the questions because <laughs> I'm like, I want to just talk the whole time. Okay, so to fix that next summer, you're going to have more fun. Oh, you're going to yeah. make sure that activities are planned. You're yes. going to make sure that all these like uh, little things that are going to be happening in order for your team to to have fun. Yeah, 100%. One thing that I would suggest for some of you um, women out there who are kind of like similar um, to Amanda and I, more, more so me is just like, yes, when I'm in work, it's just like work mode and I'm not like the normal Suli that I am like outside of work. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing is like having like mentors or leaders in the team who have the strengths that you don't have. Yeah. So delegating and actually saying, Hey, Alyssa, like you're going to be in charge for the next three weeks of the activities, making sure that it's all planned and, and, and doing all those things. I know that's definitely what helped my team to have so much more fun this summer mm-hmm. was that it wasn't me planning them, but my team had a ton <laughs> yeah. of fun because I delegated someone to yes. ensure that that was going to happen while I was doing some of the things that, you, that that I wanted to get done. But what are some other things that you felt like you wanted to do better? In? Well, to speak to that, I definitely will be doing that. I'll be okay. finding somebody who likes to do that. Kind yes. Of and you're going to be like, hey, like you're going to get great. this at the end of the month for uh-huh. making sure that, that we have fun. Uh, yes, totally. that we have fun. Um, I think another thing Along with fun is I realized like a lot of being able to lead well is being in a good space to yourself. Yeah. And for me, I, so I had a huge dip in August, which I know is like pretty typical. What do you mean by dip? Like in production and headspace and Got everything, it. especially once my team went home and it was just me. Yeah. Like I, I did something like, I don't know, it was like 80K of rev in July and then like 35 in August. Wow. Yeah. And it was rough. And I realized the reason that that happened is I had like a 30 week at the end of July and I remember thinking I like got in my own head of like, oh, I'm actually not that good at this. Like these people are just like, it's not me. Like they're not actually, I don't actually have a skill set. And I like bottomed myself out to the point that I like didn't believe I had a skill set anymore. And in so August. it was just nuts, Holy right? Which is like the month you should be killing yes. it. Yeah. And it took me until like the last week to have a day where I like crushed it again and was like, okay, I got this. There we go. But like, <laughs> it's just How did int- you get out though? Yeah. So a lot of conversations with a lot of my leadership, like my friends and my leadership, just lots of like working through what was going on in my headspace. And I realized like comparison is just like awful. It's the devil it in is. this space. It is, like the it? literal devil. 100% like, in every It's why way. I hate stats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I realized like I just had gotten into this like awful headspace. And so I think for me and how this relates to your question about leadership is just like making sure that I'm doing the things that make me enjoy my job yeah. because it just makes me so much of a better leader. And I know my personality on the doors is like, I'm not actually a red personality. Like I'm not, that's like not really my, my thing. I'm like super happy, go lucky, have fun, make people laugh, like bring up their energy to match mine. Yeah. And so I've realized if I'm not in a space with that kind of energy, then I can't sell that way. And that's how I sell. So, and like, that's how I lead as well. So So you want to make sure that you're going to be a lot more mindful. Yeah. uh, Like mindful of that space. Yeah. Because I think if I can keep my head space, my head screwed on straight, you know, (laughs) like I'm going to be able to be much more effective at helping my people do the same. But I'm so grateful for the experience this year Yeah, because it definitely made me undershoot my revenue goal by like not doing well in August. Um, But I feel like I learned so much that I'm going to be able to carry into next year. I love hearing that like August was like one of your worst months, but the simple fact that you, you ended with how, how, how much in revenue? It was like 203. 203 in revenue. Like (laughs) (laughs) you still came back and like, like that's the point. Like how many of us, like we're going to dip, like you, you said in August and literally mentally, 
physically did like begun gone with the summer <laughs> yeah. but you and your mindset is just like no i'm gonna be here postseason i'm gonna make up i'm gonna do everything that i need to to be able to hit this goal and this yeah. is why i absolutely just love women in this space but it's like what you said if we aren't having the energy if we aren't in the space to be able to um, uplift our own selves and to be able to bring that space as like a rep or especially as a leader it's just going to be portrayed on, it's just going to spill over to the rest of our reps. Like mm-hmm. they're not going to have fun. Like they're going to feel tense. Like they're going to feel like stressed and all these different things that I know that I've recognized this summer as I was like leading to that sometimes us as women that we can just be so like, okay, hey, we've got to do like everything perfect uh-huh. that we forget a lot of the little things. Yep. Um, and so I, I, thanks Amanda for even just being willing to like share with us, like some of the things that you knew that you had to overcome this last summer. Um, but what I'm hearing from you is that you're super stoked for this next summer. What are some of your goals that you have between now and next summer for your team? Like how many do you want to do? Like, what's your financial goal? Like why, like why door to door, why door to door? Like, why do you want to continue getting doors slammed in your face, run a team? Why do you want to babysit? Why do you want to like, like, why do you want to make a name for yourself? Why do you want to do all these things in door to door? Okay. I love that question. Um, especially because my path was like medical school and all these things. Okay, I love this industry because I love the challenge. It is just like I have not found something yet that pushes me to my limits in like every aspect of my life the way that this job does. And until it stops doing that, like I'm sold on being here because I love the growth. I live for it. I've felt such a change in my life since I've started doing this job. And my why for doing this is to bring out other people so that they can experience that. Because I've realized, like, I wasn't confident. I didn't have direction. I had had success in a lot of ways in my life, but I wasn't, like, excited about it, you know? And so coming in here, it feels like a fight, and I freaking love it. So, (laughs) like, yeah, I want to, I, as far as, like, size of team goes, I'm still kind of, like, thinking exactly, like, what I'm going for there. Yeah. But I do want to produce three to five leaders. Like, that's my goal. You know? Let's go. And like people that are going to come back and are going to see the value in this experience so that they can bring others along. Yeah. And like financially, yeah, there's a lot to be made here. Yeah. I would like to triple my income from this year. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so. <We're>, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep up with you on that. And yes. we'll, we'll, we'll check back in. Heck but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the mindset that I feel like we need more of like mm-hmm. here in the space. And I feel like it's taken me a lot of years. Um to want to truly say that like I am passionate about door to door and that there is enough space at the top for all 6 billion women on this planet (laughs) to be able to get there. There is no need for comparison. There is no need for cattiness. There's no need um, for gossip. But if we truly have that exactly what you just said about being able to bring others to have that same success, like, Things are going to fall in place if we're doing it intentionally. Heck yeah. Yeah. And and I love it. So for those of you women out there um, who are wanting to lead teams, those of you women who are probably still dealing with like postseason and you're like, oh, my gosh, like I'm just having like a crappy time. Like know that there's time. (laughs) Know that you can get up if you need to. If you want to run a team and know that there's possibilities to be able to do it. But it's being able to recognize some of our weaknesses and building on our strengths. Um, But Amanda, share where people can reach you um, on Instagram if they want to send you their pest control pitch or if they want to like go over some things with you and just like your high contracts and 
and things like that. Heck yeah. So my Instagram is at AJWood334. Definitely hit me up. I love that. <laughs> um, and yeah, reach out. I would love to give like feedback. I'm totally open to all that or any questions or anything. And I love to learn from everybody else too. So thanks, Amanda. Yeah. And some last tips that you'd want to leave for like an experienced rep. So I know a lot of us are like rookies, but I feel like a lot of us women like keep coming back. What would be some advice that you'd want to leave um, with women who are looking to lead a team? Yeah. Uh, I think number one, have a clear vision of what you're trying to design. You know, if you have a vision for what you're trying to achieve for yourself and for others, the mechanism is going to work itself out, but you're going to figure out how to get there. Just know where you're going and then start going in that direction. And when it comes down to it, if you're an experienced rep, you know, like trust your skill set, like trust that you know what you're doing. I mean, we all can sharpen the saw and get better, (laughs) but um, work on your mindset. Take time to actually figure out what works for you to like solidify your headspace and your confidence. Yeah. I, I am a big believer on, on mind, on mind space, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, mental health and just basically like taking, I I feel like us as women, we truly need to take the time to nurture that like off the doors. It's only going to help us to be better creators and better leaders on the doors. So thanks for sharing, um, your story with us this week, Amanda, and those of you friends, I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. If I've added any kind of value to your thoughts on knocking doors, please share this podcast with another female rep. Until next time, know that you are capable, you are valued, and most importantly, you are enough.